Hello guys, welcome to another TGS podcast, and we have the Chipmans here. Hello. Uh, most of we're going to speak to Ron about how he won the TSC. What yeah. is the TSC? Well, the TSC is the, known as the School Ch- Challenge, and it's for what, 12 to 21 year olds. Um, and it's a series throughout the year at the Oxford Gun Company where they have multiple events, and your highest score, I think it's top 25, top 15, it's around about those numbers, get invited to a grand final where you shoot for a car. Um, and that goes on throughout the year. They have many prizes on. So aim for the youngsters to get try and promote the sport, get more people into the sport. And quite frankly, I think it's a brilliant idea into doing that. Um, of course you did. You want a car? Yeah, it's brilliant, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So obviously it's helping me out. I've just turned 17, started driving lessons. So the timing... You won that in December, didn't you? December. Yeah. The 7th the final was, and that's on the internet as well. Yeah, it's on TSC's channel. It's on, it's on their channel, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, I really enjoyed it. Um, throughout the year, I thought I was going to. I had a good chance of winning because we first well, went. Well, you don't in, think that, you're never yeah. going to win, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we first went down in the April. We missed. They have a big. So, when did you start shooting? Let's start right from the right, beginning. Right, start from the beginning then. Because um, your old man shot. Yeah, my dad shot for years and then he stopped um, just because. So, who's better? Me. <laughs> Me. I'm a one shot wonder. Yeah. yeah. You want the partridge on the floor yeah. like back when you were a kid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would have taught, yeah. If it's pop, pop, get it when it stood still. Can't eat clays, mate. <laughs> so, my dad was shooting up at a friend's farm, and then he obviously just started shooting more rather than working what he was meant to be doing. From what I heard every day, he'd come back saying, oh, I've just gone shot this many pigeons or whatever, they've been shooting on the land. And then it came, I think it was my 16th birthday, we went, I got pulled out of school, and my dad said, uh, let's go you got a shooting lesson with Lee Campion and someone nearby. And I was like, right, let's go have a go at this. And his mate brought down a 20 ball. You guys are from Yorkshire. Yorkshire, yeah. 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 So, and we shot, I started doing that with 50 birds, yeah. first lesson. And then... How'd you get on? It basically everything. But obviously there were learner targets. So... The and set now up, you look back and you go, yeah, I'm glad I hit everything. Yeah. And then we just put more lessons from there and then yeah. that kind of... Oh, with Lee. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it wasn't proper shooting as such. It was like shooting fifty clays every one every week, or then there'd be a break, and then be every two weeks or whatever. Yeah. So it wasn't proper shooting, but it was enough to get me into it. And no, then, and that was about a year and a bit ago. Yeah, yeah. That was just about the start of it, and then I applied for my license, and then that came through March. And you you're just borrowing a gun up until this point. Yeah. yeah. we well, just well, Lee's got guns there so we're just using that and then my license came through and then we basically got a semi-automatic because my dad was going goose shooting with his friends and then I was meant to go on that one as well Um the first time before I went well I went second time with them and then there was a first one but I broke my foot playing football that'll be last January I take it yes yeah. and then I broke my foot couldn't go on it and then we booked another one, and then I went, and then he, he took the semi-automatic, which was a Benelli Colombo, which is my first gun. Yeah, good guns. They're brilliant, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Which one did you go for, the long barrel or the short barrel? It's the, the 28. The, 28. Uh, the one with the, the pipe big, choke. Yeah, the tight yeah. choke, yeah. 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 It's long shot choke, it's yeah, called. Yeah, the one. Yeah, and then... The other one's the wide shot choke, Yeah, it comes with the short barrel one. Yeah, so I got that, and then he took that goose shooting, and then I heard that he would just killing everyone's birds with it so um and then eventually i went uh, goose shooting and then i was just killing everything with it but that was my first gun which was a semi-automatic which to be fair 
I think for learners, starting on a semi-automatic is brilliant because less recoil, yeah. especially if it's a gas-operated one. Less obviously. weight as well. Yeah, the weight. Um, bit tricky to get your head around the loading, but it's not on an inertia. It's just one extra button compared yeah. to a um, gas. And then I st still going at Lee's, not shooting the semi-automatic because it was being stored. At a fr it was on a friend's license, and then eventually got gifted onto mine. Uh, and then I was shooting a Winchester 101 when I went there. Yeah. And then one Smart time. Kit. And then one time he brought out a Beretta Silver Pigeon 686. And the difference between that and a 101 were worlds apart. I shot a lot better with a Silver Pigeon, whatever. Mm -hmm. the, f the 101 didn't really fit me that well. And obviously, Beretta have got many years, so standard dimensions fit yeah. a lot better. Um, and then eventually went down to. Got the friend with us and we went down to a different clay ground, Pinewood shooting ground, Blyton, which we now own, surprisingly, which going back to last year, we would have never thought would be in this position, but the card stars have aligned, you could say, Yeah. and we've and we've managed to obtain it. So Become fully addicted over the last oh, year. Oh, yeah, fully addicted. But it's good because with my problems from birth, like I used to do enduro riding before that, and... I was riding the motorbike and then it would just put pain in my back and my legs and it'd be days off school just recovering from it and then eventually we traded in all the enduro stuff so I paid for the bike and then I managed to pay for the shooting from that mm -hmm. and then start up myself really uh, because my dad's a big motorbike rider but I just couldn't do it I couldn't continue riding bikes it wasn't a, like a high it wasn't like a competitive level or a high level. It was just going around riding. Just for a bit of a fun, yeah, which is fun. what it's all about. Isn't yeah, it? so, yeah. and then... Are you become quite a competitive guy or are becoming so? Yeah, I've always been quite competitive. I like beating people, to be fair. It's it's, it's a good thing knowing that you're better than... It's it's a weird thing. It sounds like, oh, but it's, you get enjoyment out of being good at something and it's yeah. something to strive to be... The, better at you know because it, it opens a lot of opportunities oh, I, say I know some people who probably won't think this way but you don't go out and miss them no you don't <laughs> be kind of depressing if i you mean do. i mean i've heard it a lot a lot of times especially like people saying now oh let's go see how many i missed today what's the point you just yeah if you say that you you've got to go in wanting to learn the experience it becomes more fun mm -hmm. and that's what i've started um that's what i've always been like and there's no point if you say if you're one of the people like let's go and see how many we missed today you may as well just burn your money because if you're doing that if it brings them joy mate. yeah if it brings them joy if it brings you joy i'm a firm believer in a lot of people we uh, say oh i don't shoot competition because i'll never win it but it's not about that go shoot the competition for the enjoyment of it because you can do it it's good targets you can get you get to know more people through doing that and look from shooting competition i've made great groups of people that i shoot with regularly like Tim Wade and everyone I shoot with now, Chris Bullock, is all from competition and practicing for that, and it and it brings a good level, and you can see your improvements when you do that. Yeah. So that's why I'm a big believer of. But the people that say, "Oh, I don't shoot competition," because of this, and a lot of these people aren't bad shots. They're saying it, and they, and you've got to, and it helps the sport grow, and obviously. Oh yeah, there's two sides to it, isn't there? And I don't think the sport would be as good if people all thought the competition was oh, great. Because yeah. you need the straw bailey, the fun, yes. the muck around. Still need the I'm club. just going to go out and shoot 50% and it's yes. fine because I'm doing it more or less to get out of the house and have a pint afterwards. There's there's, there's value in both sides of that. Oh, definitely, yeah. 
Uh, no, I, I'm with you. I like going to competition games. I like yes shooting as best as I can. I like hanging around people as good as can be because yeah, it's a good environment to improve yourself. Yeah, I think what I'm trying to say is not. I don't know. It's hard to explain it, but I want. I don't know. You like hard. to be a more serious I, sport than it. Not not serious. I don't want it to be serious because I've been shooting Olympic trap and it's way too serious. Yeah, there's no is. there's no talking. There's nothing. You go sporting. Everyone's having the crack. That's what I want it to be more of. But then again, if if you have the mentality of uh, oh let's see how many I can miss today, you might take the enjoyment out of it. And I think that's what I'm trying to say is go out see how many you can do. And then have the crack if you miss, and not get disheartened about yeah. missing, which I think needs to happen. Definitely. Um, so how did the TSC come about? You've been out, you shot some geese, you've had some lessons, you got an auto. Yeah. What, at what point did you start thinking I actually want to go and compete? Well, uh, it was always something I wanted to do. Uh, Lee, Lee originally told me there was a few you need to get a membership, and I re we went with Basque originally just mm -hmm. for the insurance. And then went TPSA shortly after. Or? Uh, yeah, because the to be honest with you, Basque they put uh, they do great stuff for the sport, but it's not. You can say what you want, mate. No, it's no not judgment. the right. It's not. I don't think it's the right stuff. That there's a young shot stay for like a geese shooting there, I, and I'd I'd already been geese shooting, but I thought you know I might learn something new here. So we wrote an email to them, and then we got a reply two weeks after the event saying all the um, places were booked up and <laughs> the event's over now. Mm -hmm. And it, and it's things like that. We've heard other things about bass that they they're don't. a very large animal. Yeah, um, with a lot of very large moustaches. Yeah, that perhaps are stuck in their ways. Yeah. So anyway, I went to CPSA and then I'd been shooting for two and a half, three months with my auto. Probably put I don't know because we were only buying boxes at a time, not slabs. Yeah. Maybe put I don't know. A thousand rounds through. It's which all right, it, over that period of time, it's all that's right, not yeah. bad, mate. Um, and then we went to. My dad originally put uh, a deposit down for a Franchi over and under. Oh, which one is it called? Infinity. It, no, no. Infinity Auto, isn't it? That's the auto. Um, it's named after a bird. It's not the Kingfisher one, is it? It's got a name that's like. Alcyone, is it? Alcyone. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Alcyone. Well, I'd had, I had gone with Kev. Yeah, he'd gone with Kev, who'd. Um, it was Christmas, mine. and we'd called at the pub first. Well, I'd called at the pub and he'd picked us up. So I did go and buy the gun, and I thought, oh, that's a nice little gun. That'll suit her on. Little a step down from a Colombo. Oh, yeah. it was. Yeah. We, we did realise when we went to pick it up, because. We just never got a chance to pick it up. When we they're not a bad gun, obviously. Yeah, no. no, they're not the same. They're not clay gun mechanically yeah. or engineering wise. Yeah. When I went back and he got the gun out and he opened the case and put it together, and I went, I've never bought that, have I? And he went, Yeah, you did. I went, Oh, I thought it was better than that. But I had been to the pub. He, had, he picked me up from the pub. But they are like, they were seven fifty eight hundred quid. Yeah, it they're, not, they're not an yeah. expensive gun. No. no. And then I thought to myself, I picked it up, I thought, this is not good enough, really, for... But not black, to win. Not no. to win. So I just said, Paul, can I, Paul, Paul Taylor at Kexby Field Sports said, Paul, have you got a gun, what sort are on? And he just said, I told you what gun. He came out with a 686 E. Yeah, good guns. And mm, brilliant. We, we, we swapped that, purchased it, and um, then he went out busting clays with that. that. twice the price of uh, yeah. a French, yeah. but yeah. And we've still got it. Yeah. Before that, we bought the eight to eight U as well because we thought, oh, I've not. It's lightweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
which I think, to be fair, as a learning gun, I think the opening and closing the gun's brilliant. Yeah. You know, getting people into it. Um, but I'm a. We've said this all the time: is they should have brought the sport out first, really. Or I feel in a like, similar time. Yeah. And it's the sport is almost at an inhibitive price point as well. Yeah, it? it's, it's way too much money. I've never seen one out on the circuit. No, um, I've I've seen a couple about, but they are rare. Yeah, I've only seen them in the gun shops, and they just no one's ever picked them up, and the prices just kept well, going down. Uh, for them. Uh, yeah, imagine if you were buying a gun for what? Are they three grand? The f I think they were f when they first came out. The retail three five nine five. Yeah, imagine what you could buy for that. Oh, six nine two excess pro seven two five pro sport exactly green Invictus yeah. scent. They're good guns. And coming into the market with that <coughs> gun, I don't think was the best idea for GMK or whatever. Well, the world's a, a, a diverse place, isn't it? And I think it's a game, it's a field gun. It's yes. designed as a walk around shooting gun. But yeah, we used it for that bit of field work, and it it performs. It performed, and it it wow. it. it would, it were quite gentle to to be fair. It was yeah, good they're, gun, they're, they're good nice to walk. I, I start. I did start shooting that when they were. But for me, the recoil. I felt the recoil and the grip a lot. Yeah. And I've heard just a few hitting people, it into back your yeah. Hand. Yeah. And so I just stopped shooting and went back onto the Columbo. But I only shot it a handful of times mm -hmm. before we went uh, geese shooting, and that was that. And then I went on the Columbo, and anyway, so we got this six eight six. Yeah. And then my uncle during this time before I'd applied for his license and then he came out shooting with us so he got the 828U Columbo was in the cabinet and I was on the Bretta 686 because my dad doesn't shoot a lot the reason for that is if I shot and he shot the same volume or whatever double the price therefore so we'll take a quick step aside as the dad at this point you weren't yeah. driving you were no. driving him around do you work was it, were you funding some of it yourself or it was, was it a, a lot of it was funded from the sale of the enduro yeah. bikes and the gear with that and, and you then, worked for your mum and i worked for my mum yeah. at the dental when she had the dental practice on reception i was working there and then um, i've got to say a massive thank you to my uncle because when we went out shooting he couldn't just do a 50 or 100 birder it was a slab of cartridges maxing out the card <laughs> i remember we were at park lodge once and we maxed out a 500 card that day had a good we, fun wasn't it yeah I think we were only there an hour and a half we maxed it out we, we just went two slabs of cartridges done when when we go up shooting with my uncle it's you have to do he just is that he gets that addicted to it and then he looks back on the money he spent on the weekend and then bugger he's like yeah. stops for four weeks month I know there's goes got quite a few people like we'll go out once a month and fill yeah. their boots and go I can't afford to do it again for a bit yeah but my, my real question is, is how much effort for you as dad was it to get him to the level he is? Um, once we'd got him on the over and under, yeah. um, realistically, he'd started shoot, I'd got him shooting to a level well, best of my, my abilities. <coughs> then we'd just gone on the hard compact, which is the infamous barn end. Yeah. Um, and a guy called Chris Bullock, good friends with Dave Carey, came up. And just said to me, has um, your lad hit anything yet? And I don't know. He went, oh, poor lad. I went up to him, whispered in his ear. Five birds after that, he were cracking on the hardest stand you'll ever, ever shoot. And he just gave him the pointers, told him what we wanted. We wanted to enter this competition with this car. Told him, he says, right, get in the over and under, which we did. And practiced a little bit. 
not a lot and uh, went down to the Oxford Gun Company for the first time. So you just, you'd seen that online and fancy yeah. crap, yeah. take it. that was it. So I'd rush home from work, pick him up from school, and we'd manage, we could manage to get 50, 50 birds in at yeah. local playground. That's right. Yeah, in a, in a mad rush. So... So there's a bit of dedication involved. Yes. Yeah. But it wasn't un I no. presume. As a, as a shooting man, you kind of, I presume, enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. enjoy in watching. Yeah. I, well, to be fair, I enjoy people. I, wa I enjoy what people. I enjoy watching people shoot, yeah. which a lot of people do, which I found out. Um, so then when he, we said we'll go to the Oxford Gun Company, booked it all in and paid for it. We went down and. Um, you did really well, didn't you? Really well. So, yeah. The running around side of things, the driving around's not been too bad because we're quite lucky. We're 15 minutes from Park Lodge. Yeah. And we was 25 <coughs> to half an hour from uh, Blighton. Blighton, which is Pinewood, which, are, yeah. which we, we, we own now. Um, so we were quite lucky that way. But you'd only get the 50 in. It was always a rush, if, if that makes sense. Um once we'd got him down to the Oxford Gun Company, we real, I, re I realised he had some talent somewhere along the line. Chris Bullock, he noticed it early on that he'd got talent. Yeah. Um, a natural talent. Not He's had to work where he's got to where he's got now. Um, Glad to hear it, mate. I'd be yeah. angry otherwise. Yeah. He's <laughs> naturally that good. Yeah. And you do watch it. You know, I've watched the top shots drop birds and... That's what I like about this place, yeah. to be fair, because it gives everybody a chance. Um, and when we got to the Oxford Gump Company, I thought, this is a good place mm -hmm. to come for a youngster. 100% good place for a youngster. And realised how Dave Flor Florent had set things out. When I first saw the targets, I come out of the, I come out of the um, once I'd watched the first stand, I said, Ron, I said, you'll be a straight 50 today, no problem. But that wasn't true. Oh, very technical. Technical targets, and when you're doing it in the pairs, what is 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 doing it in five pairs every time? It just gets harder. First pair is easy, second pair, and then obviously then the pressure sets in, and that's when they drop the birds. Um, found out that a lot of the young guys what go there, especially the girls, are all pretty good shots. Surprised me how many good shot girls he has there. Yes, hundred percent. He's got some within girls, within so. Clayton though. There's no reason why girls are worse than boys. To be fair, it really surprises me no end that it's a segregated sport. Yeah, it it doesn't make sense. I would get myself in trouble if I talk about it too much. So I'm not well, it will. well, it's a hand-eye coordination at the end of the day, and that's yeah. Just, there's no there's no strength ability no, necessary. So. Nothing like that. I would say the girls I've seen shoot at the Oxford Gun Company, realistically, if they were on the shooting in the same squad as the boys, sometimes on that day, or should I say most of the time, would the, girl, the girls no problem, a match and beat them, no problem. Yeah. It's, 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 the scores are there at Oxford Gun Company, the girls were good. Do you think that will be something that happens in the future, that it gets bound together, that boys and girls can actually compete I think on a level, a... olympically as well? I think there's a few major events, especially in the Olympic disciplines, not the Olympics itself, where it is male and female shooters as a team, and mm -hmm. it's a score-based. I've heard that a few. I'm not 100% sure about it, but I have heard it before. I've seen it in the magazines. Um, but I think there's no reason why... 
I think it is in a sense because a lot of competitions have the high gun prize, don't they? Mm-hmm. And then there's obviously that split into your triple A, double A, A, B, C, and then there's also ladies. But if a lady shot a one nine nine, let's say it's Essex Masters, they shot, a lady shot one nine nine out of two hundred, they'll take the high gun ladies and then whatever class I was in. So I don't think it's segregated as such as it seems. Mm-hmm. I think they still can, but I think it's still there in a certain way. Yeah. But th- there's no reason why the worst shots, because it's just hand-eye coordination, which comes down to... Which everybody... From, well, some yeah. people have in, in space and others yeah, don't, but, but yeah, just, everyone's got a, their level. From what I've seen, the girls have, <coughs> if not a better ability. Um, I We had a group came in, have a go, um, last week. Yeah. Two young pharmacists, and um, they were a guy from Australia, I'm not sure if we were a doctor or, but there were young guys who were visiting and they just sat, they weren't going to take up clay shooting, just wanted to have a go with a shotgun and hold a gun. And so they booked to have a go. Um, I went out with Chris Bullock, the, Chris Bullock t- 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 took them out and to get them hitting targets. The girls straight away on that 20 gauge, they were straight on, on the ball, they listened to him straight away, they were on it, they were hitting five out of five. and. Our, the traps what we've got at the moment are all wound up full, so even uh, they're not really learning to target. We can't slow the traps down, uh, what we've got for the other goal. So we were a bit worried about that, but the girls were just straight on it. Um, and the guy of the group struggled. Um, so he were on the better gun, um, and he struggled and he was listening, but he just couldn't get that eye coordination you could see I were only buttoning, obviously I weren't teaching him how to shoot. But Chris got him hitting targets after 50, uh, but they were hitting targets straight straight yeah. off the bat, straight out the trap. So that just goes to show um, that I think it's true. We had a couple more, Steve um, Bullis fetched his friends down, so we let him go around the back, Ron shoots with him. He shoots little competitions. We don't I shoot. shot Austin Masters with him. He was on my squad. And it's a good laugh when you shoot with uh, Steve Bullis and his mates. Yeah, they're always having the crack. Yeah, his wife shoots. She's yeah. a pretty good shot. A good shot. And they fetch some friends down. And they don't shoot. They just shoot and they have a muck about. Yeah, have yeah. a muck about. And I watched them for a while. And the lady who the fetch, same again, hitting the target straight away. So I think there's something in that. I don't know. I think we're coming from a bit of a history of being a very male-dominated sport. It wouldn't surprise me in the next dozen years that it, they would do get converged. Because at the minute, I think the pool of ladies who shoot is so tiny by comparison. I mean, you go to clay shoots probably a mm. lot more often than I do now. How many women do you see percentage-wise? A couple of percent? Yeah. yeah. It's mostly blokes. We, we, we're trying to encourage... We'll, in the next in the next months to, in the months to yeah. come, we're going to encourage the younger shots... With, and. It's like Dave Hildreth's daughter, who, who you know mm. quite well. Um, there's quite a few girl few shooters, which he knows, and we want them down at the club, and we're going to put something on, even if we have to make make something for them as a yeah. girl group, because um, I think that they haven't got the opportunity like the men have got, if that makes sense. No, this is it. I so, mean, and we're, most, most people are guilty of it. You invite your bloke mates out, don't you, shooting? Yeah, yeah. You regularly yeah. invite... Your missus and her friends, or your—I don't know if we're allowed. I'm not allowed female friends. No, it's not worked out. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I'd, I'd love well, the future to be right. Anyway, back to the, the story. 
you went for the first time down there. How did you get on the first round? First round was a 46 out of 50, which was Fair the... Round, I don't know if it was the top score at the time, because it was the April one, which goes on from the 1st of April to the 3rd. It was either 1st or 2nd, and mm -hmm. that was for a Bowman trap. And then, I think, so I went down, I shot it, it was over two days that I shot it, because uh, we stayed down with my uncle. Um, so when you go down, you're allowed to do a practice round first, or is it just straight It's re-entry, it's oh, re-entry, okay. so. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It yeah. is, and it's a bit annoying, because when you went out and shot the highest score, the Good. first time, and then someone's spec shot three other rounds and then beating it after so that. So you're saying is the local person who shoots it every day could win it? Well, yeah. Do you feel like it's a he who has most money wins? or No. No? Because it's, it's the pressure that applies to that. I mean, I sh the, school, the school's challenge where all the private schools get invited down to shoot. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the biggest ones, and I, was it October the second on a Wednesday that was, and I shot a forty-eight out of fifty on that, which beat oh, everyone's right. score. And that was um, that was one, that was no re-entry. You shot that, and your first score that was it. You couldn't shoot it again. So there were a few times when I'd set the highest score, and then someone would go out who were on my squad next round, and then go beat it for whatever reasons, and then you're just trying to catch up after mm -hmm. that because it's re-entry but at the end of the day it just it, I suppose it's one of those things it's all about getting to the final is it so as long yeah. as you're in the top 15 it only really matters when it comes down to the end of it which for you obviously went alright yeah yeah. so you were going down monthly to shoot a monthly TSC thing or was it is it every six it weeks it was April and then there was a big a gap I think it was in April and then there were a, f a big month gap like three months I think the next event might have been August or July after April. Um, and then there was the game fair one and then the win in the winter, that's when the all the events start, the winter series is on, which is five events all re entry. Oh wow. And then that is And you so, have to shoot every single one to no, be six chance? just a random There's stuff. nine events. Uh, there might be more this year, I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh, now I think there's nine events, yeah, and six of your highest scores get taken. Okay. So essentially, if you shoot all the winter series, you're in, there's only if you shoot the one before the winter <laughs> series and that, um, that's when you have to qualify. So you don't have to shoot every event, but the winter series is a series within the car series okay. where all your all your scores get added to the car, and also to the winter series, which is for a yield it's shotgun, which right. isn't too bad. So, yeah. um, that was. I think I came third overall in the winter series, which was all right. Um, then again, who who won that? Uh, it was Toby Hammond who won that, and then Reese Plum was second. They came second and third overall, didn't they? Or? Toby didn't make it to the top five in the no. final, um, which was surprising to a lot of people. But so bad though. Just just how it was, and I know he had made it to the final before in other years, so. He was a seasoned veteran at the TSC, and then Reese came second um, in the after shoot off in the top five for second place. So yeah, the winter series. This winter series was good, but I think a lot of people shooting that a lot of times to build this because that was the time to build your scores to ensure you got in that in that top fifteen into that top fifteen. Yeah.
we we felt it important to shoot but we only missed one didn't we because we, we missed one at the start of the year yeah and we felt it important to shoot everyone and after the first time we've been down to the Oxford Company we thought it was basically to support the TSC challenge yeah. we thought it was important to do everyone to be fair um, good, good crack so good social you make some friends out of it or is it very I, down the I stayed away I, I talked to the person I talked to the most was Charlie Madden, who was the last year's winner. Mm-hmm. And because I spent, I didn't go in the clubhouse, we got a camper van, and I just stayed in there to stay away from Because <laughs> everyone was talking about how they've done, and you start talking, it gets in your head. And yeah, easier just to yeah. like, walk onto the course. Yeah. Smash it. When I, went down, when I went down, I was there to do a job, basically. I wasn't there to talk to people, but the person I did talk to was Charlie Madden. It was last year doing and tried to learn what I could from him. Um, he had some useful stuff, and then his little brother, I talked to him a little bit. I did talk to everyone. I'm not saying I was like a social recluse there, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to stay away from them as much as I can because ain't gonna, it's like ain't gonna help. They, they couldn't tell me anything that I could learn from yeah. them. After the event, the clubhouse. It's a good atmosphere yeah. in the clubhouse. Um, we always stay to the end. To yeah. the end. We never. They, even if I didn't get on the podium, it was always to stay to the end. Yeah. Good sportsmanship and support yeah. the event. And after the event's over, you can have a chat with people. Yeah. And then you can start learning a few things. Yeah. Know how you did, right? And they, they put a good. The, the Florence put a really good show. The, yeah. They do. They are dedicated to it. And I, I, I put that for me. He's a hundred percent obsessed with getting yes. kids involved yes and I tip me up to him because realistically we've looked well if you look on internet there's nothing for there's only the Oxford Gun Company this moment yeah. in time what's like that um, and, from, they, and they're trying to change it which is yeah. fantastic to make it a more accessible sport for everybody that's right and I think that's one of the reasons why I think Dave Carey is supporting our Ron he's supporting yeah. him really well um because he wants to see the young shots. I mean, he says it in his in his, yeah. his films, and it's just it's just where do you start with the young shots? Where do you actually start to get them? And I think the Florence are way of way in front of everybody. Yeah. Even they they uh, may not have all the answers. At least yeah, they're doing something, something yeah. which is miles yeah, ahead yeah, of a lot of other yeah. people. And we're trying to use that as a benchmark. I talked to David at the show, yeah. and. Uh, Charlotte and Doug and said look we'll, we're going to get somewhere involved somewhere for the young shots even if we get them the young shots at our club and then we then say right we're all going down we'll to Oxford bang a minibus drag you all down get them yeah. down there get them involved in the TSC and um, maybe it could be uh, the Oxford Gun Company against the Pinewood Shooting Ground um, youngsters that would be a good um, think you're a lot of win yeah I think so yeah <laughs> yeah I think so we have to shoot to eat where we come from so but no I think I think it'd be a good good thing and they've offered to help as well yeah. which is um, great anything you need about the ground and everything else they've been great we only spoke to them a couple of times about it so at the show we had a good chat but we're going to go up we was going to go from here on the way back yeah. down but it was too late because um, Ron doesn't get out of bed very well. Um, <laughs> I was if, up at six o'clock. If any young man wants to beat our Ron, yes, just book him in. A, just book on same squad for nine o'clock. And <laughs> so, so we're going to use the TSC yeah. as a as a, like a, a benchmark yeah. for 
buying all children. Well, there's, there's an issue with extending that over two grounds if they'd allow you to use. They, they, the they, they sort of have said they wanted to try and do something up north because obviously yeah. for us it was a three-hour drive. Yeah, which well, is a prohibitive. Yeah, it? it's a barrier. Yeah. yeah, if we could get the youngsters, which we've got youngsters, what want to come shoot um, at Pinewood. So if we can get those yeah. um, at our club, we can. Do th we can do it all by email, fill the entry forms in, so on and so forth, and we can then chaperone them once we've got to the Oxford Gun Company, and then let you know once once we're at the Oxford Gun Company, then their team could take over, they can shoot the event, and we could probably make it more of a social thing as well. Yeah, and because um, I, I would imagine some youngsters won't be able to go because the parents won't be able to take them. Yeah, it's, it's well, a it's a long way to drive, a weekend away. If you've got multiple kids, that's again another thing. You're yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, a it's a big commitment. Yeah, and we might be able to help with that by saying... Which is important. We, we, we can get you down, down there, barriers to allow people yeah. and, and I think that might be the way forward. Um, we won't hold the TSC challenge, obviously, but but we can support you. You can hold a northern one. Yeah, we could, yeah. I'm just getting someone up north to sponsor a big prize for it, really. Yeah, what we're going yeah, well, that's it's not an easy thing, mate. Yeah, unfortunately, no. the, the gun trade does I mean, its own worst enemy yeah. when it comes to that sometimes, that it doesn't like reinvesting. The prizes, what they put on at the Oxford Gun Company, oh, are all brilliant. There's, all, there's always a, a decent skeet vest for runners, there's always something. Yeah. There's, there's, there's something better prizes good. there than there is at some of the world shoots. Yes, yes, yeah, by quite a way. Yeah, and that's why I can't understand why nobody else is like following unless it's just the our grounds running commercially side of things I don't know well, we had a pull shoot the other day didn't we and our runs run a pull shoot at Austin and won six pound congratulations yeah it was and split three ways I think and none of the other people were there of course you seven quid to enter yeah I, yeah. Shot, I shot a 20 first round uh, which was the highest score joint yeah. And then I was like, right, these lads are off back on again. I'll go in again and then uh I'll go in again and I'll shoot it again to try and beat put pressure on or beat the score or just try and see how they do. So I did that and there was a I remember I hit the hardest pair which was a sim pair and they had a fast crosser coming out of uh the ski tower over on the right. And I don't know, it's probably about fifty metres away. And then it went lump. Yeah, and then there was a uh, a bank. There's a banking on the pool shoot. So you said pull, it flew, and then it just went straight behind the banking. So you had a window about this big to kill it. It wow. was it was um, good target. It was a good. It's good hard target. And then the other bird was a looper that was here, but it was edge on. So you only saw the edge of it, and it was the middle stand. So I remember shouting pull, and. I just shouted pull, pulled the trigger, I hit the A bird out the trap, luckily, and then I got the C bird. And then on that round I should have won because no I don't think anyone hit that pair all day just because of the that A bird. You couldn't you couldn't kill it out of the um any past the trap when it came out because it just went behind the banking. So and then I just went to I dropped all the easy birds in at the hardest one. If I just shot one extra bird on there I would have came away with eighteen, 18 quid. quid. Which would have just covered because I think, no, I don't know if I shot it twice or three times. Well, I wouldn't have covered your entries, let alone no. cartridges a few. Exactly, so. But did your pull shoot pay out on Saturday? We gave, it was one on an 11 out of 25 and we paid out £50. That's right. So you do guaranteed payout. Payout, pay out. Pay out, yeah. Guaranteed payout. And obviously, we, 
soon as we've got more established, the infamous barn end, shoot it. If you win it, you've obviously sold you your soul if to you the win devil. It on a straight, yeah. yeah. If you you've definitely sold your soul to the devil if you win it. But that's the fun of it. So um, that's that'll be our pole shoot. It'll stay on the infamous barn end, and you'll when you come down, you'll well, well you'll be to, you'll be addicted to it. I would like to be completely humiliated. Uh, quite yeah. fun. <laughs> it's. Uh, we, one of the old members, Dave White, who's, a, who's obviously an old cracking shot, he, he took the prize money. But we, we, we've heard the old guys talk. We don't go around to other shoots now, the pool shoots, we never win all. The prize money's not there. Or it, we have heard about, we're new to it, so um, it's fixed. You know, so I mean, I'm sure. You'll learn all about cheating somewhere along the line. Yes, uh, it's all, it's all. We're absorbing it, and everyone's starting to tell us now about yeah. um, uh, the scene, if you like. It's a strange we, old world, mate. Yeah, I mean, Ron shot a twelve on at the barn end, but before the pole shoot staff, but he couldn't win his own pole no, shoot. No, of course not. And uh, <laughs> and. Although there is a few people out there who occasionally go and win their own shoots, drills, find it fantastic. Yes, yes. Very sportsmanlike, as yeah. you said earlier. Same as again, the Oxford Gun Company, the, the Rabbit Mania. Yeah. Absolutely fun. Absolutely, I mean... Thoroughly enjoyable, actually. I, I've only watched them shoot it, I've not shot it. But Ron, realistically, it could be an addictive... When, um, when I shot it... You could waste a lot of money on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it could be When addictive. I shot it, I think it was the Game Fair, which Billy Bourne won. If you look back on the internet, he's been shooting the Oxford Gun Company for years, especially Rabbit Mane. And those targets never change. Yeah, they've never changed. And I think, I I can't remember if it was a 14, I think I shot a 14 or 16 um, as my, I think it was 14 first time, 16, and it was one on an 18. I can't quite remember how many. But then again, these lads have been shooting it however many years, all over the place, because it, it gets taken around in the trailer, I believe, yeah. at some places. So, fair play to him. But I think Mate, if I shot it as much as them, that's or if an anyone thing to say, but then go and take out something like Skeet, and then everything's the same everywhere. Yeah. But Skeet interest you at all? So what's no. um? Well, let's go before we go further. How was the final? How do you how do you deal with stress? Do you just not find stress or pressure or an issue for yourself? When people say, "Oh, you just look like." You don't feel anything. I like if you watch the video. Like there's a clip of me where I'm just like, I don't even know what I was doing, but I was just stood there and I was just stood there looking at the floor or whatever or looking. <laughs> but I'd shot a lot of. Well, I'm getting off topic here. Right. So stress, not really. I think I shoot better under stress than because it was just coming Get down. Just focusing. You've got all these people watching them. It's even just when you're shooting at a club or whatever, when people like stand and watch you, people feel pressured by it. Um, especially depending on what type of gear got they've got, the, what gun they've got, which I've come to learn. If you've got a nice fancy gun, I've never, I've only ever seen. There's only a few people that would you would think, oh, they've got a seven grand gun, five grand gun. Yes, they have a reason to shoot it because they're that good. Like my friend Chris Bullock with his Krieg off and his Caesar Greeny. Dr. Sam. Well, they probably do just as well with a the, the, old brand well, GTI. Yeah. Um, so what are you shooting at the minute? You still got the 686E? Or have you moved no, on? No, I moved forward? on from, I think I only had that three months and then I moved on to a XS Pro. Yeah. Which. Ultra. Ultra XS, yeah. Which was the cheapest one in the country. Basically brand new when we bought it. And there still, oh, nice. still hasn't been one in 
as new condition with less than 100 shots for it at the price we bought it for. Yeah. There hasn't been one on gun trade. You've been quite, well, you're from Yorkshire, of course you're quite shrewd with that, you spend yeah. your money, but yeah. Well, I was just uh, lucky because uh, my uncle wanted to trade in his 8 to 8 U. And yeah. if if it wasn't for my uncle, I wouldn't have put as many rounds through, and my mum as well, my dad, I wouldn't have put as many rounds through as I had just me funding it. Yeah. So, a lot, but he put um, his 8 to 8 U in for the price, the excess, so it, a lot of that price was taken that out. That was a cheap excess. Yeah. That was good yeah. go. Yeah. I think it was, what was it, 28, 2900 quid? 2800. It was just under three grand. Yeah. And it, 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 was, we went, we went it was two months old, I think. We've less than 100 shots for it. So it was, I challenge you to look on gun trade and find one for yeah. that money. But anyway, I dropped on with that. Anyway, back to yeah. Sorry. The That's the original question. Yeah. The stress. Stress. I think in my head it plays a factor of. I don't know. It's it's hard. I don't suffer with it. It doesn't make me like inferior an inferior shot as I was just practicing yeah. at a club or whatever. Uh, I think it makes it excels me. Like oh, this is how good I am. I want to prove a point to people. Um, so it was just more of a lot of I mean Dave Florence says don't look at um, a lot of people say don't count birds don't do this it's impossible not to I find it is so I went in you're missing a lot it's hard to but when you're doing well it's very hard not to go basically away. so I was counting the birds uh, of everyone how many they missed so what what I did was so so I was cage two, so I was counting cage one, and then he dropped more birds than me, so I stopped paying attention to what he was doing, because yeah, I knew I'd beat you him. him yeah. And then stage three, they dropped more birds than me, stopped five, but four, uh, little Alfie, is it, yeah, it's Alfie, yeah. Alfie man, yeah. Um, I, I, thought, I thought it was Archie then, but it's Alfie. Yeah, it is Alfie. Yeah, it's Alfie, yeah. Anyway, he hadn't dropped a bird on his first... Um, do you see that as like a target? Like I'm gonna have you. Yeah, I was like, th there was a, there was a mo there was a moment when I was like, I'm not letting him win the car. He's like 13 years old. I can't, I can't. <laughs> I need this car. This could be embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah. throughout the year, I'd envisioned that I'd won the car. I knew what yeah. it'd be like to get it anyway. So I did. There's a lot of mental prep went into this one way or another. Not really. It's like. I just have a, a vision in my head that I'd win the car at some at, at certain points throughout the year, and then I knew I'd do it. And then another thing that I thought the night before was I can't lose the car. This many people have believed in me that I'm going to win it, like your friend Bob. Yeah. Um, he Bob came around. Yeah. yeah, he came around the day after. Said I knew you'd win the car. A lot of people at the club. Chris Bullock ran me up the night before saying you've got the ability to win the car. There's no doubt you'll. And I was like, if there's this many people thinking I'll do it. There's no way I can mess up. Yeah. Which obviously you clearly got it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was looking at Alfie and he hadn't dropped a bird, but cage one two were definitely the hardest ones just from the uh, what bird you got. And I remember my final cage was one, and Alfie had then, and then I at some point when he got to, I got into cage four. He dropped. Uh, more birds than I had so I just stopped thinking about what everyone else did and then I got to cage one and it was two um, 
right to left crosses same mm -hmm. and I just thought if I hit these I've won um, so I, I hit them I was like easy no one else has hit that no boys or girls I think Reese did manage to hit that he did hit that on his shoot off and then I walked out and they tried like that's all Dave was saying when we were down there that's the hardest target on the place maybe it is <laughs> well maybe. if you're saying that everyone else missed it it must be yeah I think the targets, what made it hard was that it was two targets coming from the right. Similar Not, sort of targets. Yeah, though. at the same time. Fused your eyes. Yeah. You know, coming in. If you said, I think it was E and D, if you said, I'm going to shoot D bird first, and then E bird came out first, you'd go straight to the E bird. So there's a bit of, well. But no, it's just how it came out just, on the yeah. button. And, yeah. So if you find that a lot of times with, if you go and shoot a sport trap. Um, and you say, let's say you've got D and E again, let's take that for example, and you think, I'll shoot D bird first. But if there's a slight delay on the trap. Yeah, but E bird pops up first, it doesn't necessarily get close to you faster. It's like a slower bird, but it comes out first yeah. for whatever reason. You, you've got to be so dedicated to picking one target and staying with it yeah. sort of thing. And I think that's what fooled a lot of people, because it was two targets coming from the same way. They're both similar distances apart. So it's not like shoot the closest one. But the leads one. were slightly different, I presume. Yeah. Uh, There's enough there to mess people up, clearly. No, that's right, I think lead, lead's a weird one. Um, I don't think lead's as much of a thing as you think it is in the sport. I think it's smoothness. That's mm -hmm. what I've come to realise, is smoothness and gun speed. Because I've shot some pairs where I've, when I think about why I did I gave it that much lead, and it might have been 45 metres out. And then I've done that on a 30 meter out bird, but it's just the speed of the gun. Yeah. So it's another completely thing, but I'll get back to what I was saying. Yes, sorry. So I'd shot that, I walked out the cage, I looked over to my dad, I nodded my head, saying that I've, I've just done it, I knew I'd won. <laughs> and then they tried like making a big build up to it um, to try and confuse it, won the car, but I'd already seen the scorecard, I had 23. Uh, and then the next was 20, so I, I just told everyone to shoot off the second, not for first, just to... Because I watched the video and they were like, yeah, nobody knows who was what's this for, and I'm like, yeah. I bet you knew you'd won at that point. Yeah, I, I, just, I just saw that they didn't do a very good job of hiding it, let's no. say, yeah. but then again... Yeah, it's, it's add, adds to, or takes away from their disappointment. Yeah. Disappointment. Not be disappointed with being like the second best junior in the country. No. Yeah. So would you count yourself as the best junior in the country? The best young shot in the country? You gotta be. Presumably. Best young shot, but junior is such a broad term. I think if you look at scores, if you look at James Bradley Day, I don't know him personally, I've never met him, but I've seen his he did, score. He didn't shoot the TSC, really. He didn't shoot at TSC, I think he was 21, but he's something like double A class. I was going to say he's better than you. He's 92% hit rate. If you look in the CPSA top shots of I the like year. That as well. Yeah. <coughs> he's higher than some very certified some very, shots. Very, good. Yeah. Elder shooters. So, and then I think it's, this is his first year into the proper mm -hmm. big boys category, if you'd say. So I think, <coughs> you could you could say I, I am the best young shot in the country. Yeah. Well, you were the but, best 16 year old in the country. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But, it depends what you go off. I shot the TSC. Some people might say, well, the targets are not as hard, but when when you actually get you still into still got to it, win it, mate. When yeah, when when you get you don't into, take it away from yourself. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> and this is what uh, 
Dave Carey, Dave Carey and Chris Bullock said there were some people saying, "Oh, what classification?" I'm unclassified because um, one, I didn't have a proper full membership for CPSA, mm-hmm. so I can't get it. Uh, I was shooting at an A class level, and if I'd gone into A class, you can't shoot for the car. It's up to it's young shots, but if you're A class, so you can't be you you can't you can't shoot for That's it. That's a hard one, actually, isn't it? Actually, yeah. Um, I think what if you were that good and wanted to go and win it, and that cuts you out? Well, it's only if you've got that classification next to your name. So what you could if cancel your CPSA membership and go in the car, or if so you. So what? I mean, I suppose I should ask David, but why? I think it's just to give. It's an incentive to get more young shots into it because if you've got the best young shots, you're not going to go shoot it, are you? Yeah, we should just bring it down to yeah. eighteen instead of twenty-one. Yeah, but I think. If you opened up A class, it might open it up more because then you're getting these big, big juniors, big, big, well, big all, names, yeah, all half a dozen big yeah. juniors. There, yeah. I don't think it would change it that much because at the end of the day, anyone can win at the end. They're not, they're not targets in such way. If you're A class, you've got an advantage. I don't feel no, like. Be funny when you're shooting a. Would you say you shot 48 a couple yeah. of times? Drop anyone can drop a yeah. couple, even the best. I think 48 was my ice. I shot a few 47s. Bad, mate. I think you it's ought old. to know though you did have a two hours with Mark Winter before was it the month before you went to No, it was a few months before. It's been a while. Before. Yeah, you, you, you had two hours with Mark Winter. So have you had quite a few lessons or is it just your original I ones had... and the odd little tidbit here and there? There was the stuff with Lee Campion. I I'm not taken away from Lee, but there weren't proper lessons. I think you need to go to someone when you start shooting to learn how to hold the gun properly. Leaning to it. So there's a lot of people who just don't listen. And so I'm going to defend the instructors here. Yes, that actually, yes, yes. after a point, you're better off teaching them to hit a few and then work back their Yes. Because we get people but doing it when, all the time who just can't hold a gun who've been from multiple lessons. A lot of people oh. I shoot with, especially Chris, uh, Dave Carey, mm-hmm. if you go shoot with them and, and they're telling you something and it's not working and you say, look, you shoot it, they will go in the cage and shoot it and, tell you, and show you how to hit it. Yeah. Because I think if you can learn to stand behind someone, if you look at the end of the barrel and the distance to the clay, and then relate that to what you need to do when you're actually in the cage, mm-hmm. it's a hard one to learn, but when you it can depends. do it. I think some people just can't see that. Yeah. It, it, if you can learn to do it though, mm-hmm. you can. that's the best way to learn. Watch someone else, see the distance from the end of the and barrel. And their muzzle moves yeah. on the target as well, which I think I've always but found. when you've got someone just saying, double it, double your lead, double your lead every week, it's not... I'm not taking away from Lee, he did massively help me with him. There's also different levels of and instruction. There's one thing, yeah, he, he driven targets, he, he taught me one of the best lessons was wait till it, just cover it with your barrel, mm. pull the trigger. And I think that's always stuck with me. And I think, I, I'm not saying he's a bad instructor, but I think he's someone that if you want to get started... Him and you didn't perhaps speak the same language though. I think that's yeah, the other yeah. thing as well. That's yeah. one thing. If you just... Um, you have to go someone when you start shooting, spend however 50, 60 pounds, just learning how to shoulder it properly, lean into it, make sure you're not doing any bad mistakes, go to him a few times and then leave it at and that. And actually listen as and well. Then, yeah. Uh, go out and shoot and then it was that and now when so I had my lessons with Lee and then I went to Pinewood and then we met Alan who was the previous owner and then 
he says, go out, shoot, have fun, and then I'll show you what to do. And then I had an hour with him, and he was quite a good coach. He taught yeah. me a few methods that worked for me, and that worked. And then Chris Bullock, and then it was when I, my dad said earlier, when I went with Chris Bullock, and he was just telling me this, and that's where it's... It's just him telling me, he's like, now I can't tell you what to do, I can only tell you this, and then you find it yourself. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is if you can find it yourself, don't always look to other people for the answer because sometimes they don't know it. Yes. It's, you've got to find it yourself. Well, you'll appreciate it as well as I will, but there's a thousand ways to skin a cat when it comes to killing a play, yeah. play target. Yes. Because you speak to 50 different people and they'll shoot with totally different, with different gun speed, different swing, and every single person will be breaking yes. it. Yes. There'll always be one who'll say, there's only one way to do this. If you yeah. want to shoot the best, you've got to go to the best. And that's why I went to yeah. Mark Winter. Everyone was telling me, the only way you can excel now is if you have a Being few... Being a 95 plus percent shooter. Yeah. yeah. You've got to you go to Mark. And I went to Mark. And I, I first went there and he's like, He's telling me what to do with your foot positions, like uh, put your foot at one o'clock and so wherever your 12 o'clock is, is your kill point. Yeah. So put your foot at one o'clock to where that kill point is, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And I was like, why are you telling me this? I've, I already know all this. But it was, when it went further on, everything he said makes sense. He understands, if you just hit a clay and you turn around, I don't know how I hit that, it's complete instinct. It'll tell you what you've done and then you can repeat it. Yeah. And then you know why you hit it. So when you see that target again, you know what to do for it. And it was worth it. I shot extremely well in that on that day. It was pouring down with rain. And it just worth it to hear Mark Winter says, you shoot like me. Yeah, you've, right. it, it, made, it, it made me think that day that I can go in within the sport and become a top. So that is the plan ongoing is to become the yeah. best or to go and compete with the best. I think uh, if you speak to Dave Florent, he will say the best shots in the world shoot the Olympic disciplines, which I would say the best shots in the world shoot fit ass. The, shoot, the best shooters in the world shoot fit ass. No, there's no two ways about it. Because uh, one of his reasons was when you go and shoot a world fit ass at EJ Churchill, it's just English and American shooters. Which makes sense, it's going to be English people because it's more accessible to English people. But if you went and shot World Fit Task in Germany, well, it you, it was. you're going to be shooting the more surrounding countries there because yeah. they can drive to it. And So if you went and shot one in Germany, you're going to go shoot against Germans. Yeah. And it's not an English pub. Yeah. Fit Task isn't even an English word. No. Name even. Oh, so, I would say, because when you go shoot Olympic trap, it's the same... 15 targets because there's five traps in each. I mean, I think everyone needs to go and shoot an Olympic discipline at some point. Yes. Even if it's not professionally or even sort of a decent stand because it'll teach you repeatability. Yes, yes, 100%. Which is a huge mental discipline. In I've shot Olympic trap three times, four times now. And then you fell asleep every single time by the end of your... your I really enjoyed it because when I, the group of people I shot with, it was very fast paced. Yeah. It was pull, bang, Pull bang, pull yeah. bang, yeah. But I've shot a competition of Olympic Trap and there was a few GB people on there and they held up the competition for everyone. <coughs> that one squad held it up. They were squad three. Did they win? Uh, yes. Hopefully yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all they shoot, the GB team. They, they don't shoot, if you yeah. looked at their CPSA, it's just trap, 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 trap. trap, trap. There's no other yeah. scorings down for... It shows because the scores are good, and when they shoot, they yeah. 
they're, they're very, very, very precise, if that's the word. Yeah. And to get the precision, they take the time. And um, I think that's what you found out. Yeah. Whereas sporting, at least, you do get through them pretty quick. Well, There's a good bit it, of shooting as well. Yeah, in sporting, you don't have to start at stand one if someone's holding it up. You go start on stand three or yeah. you're always doing something. But I, w I would say the best shooters in the world shoot your sporting disciplines. And a lot of people say they don't shoot Olympic disciplines because they can't shoot them. It's probably because they don't want to. They don't want to because it's yeah. so... I think we it's, it's, a, it's a different world. I think that's as simple as that. It's yes. just a different world. I think that you ought to do what you. I'm. I shoot. To. I'm. I want to be the best. One of the best shooters in the world and recognised with that. And it'll and it'll take a long time. So I'm shooting Olympic trap and um, fit ask and sporting or whatever because I'm going to win a major fit ask multiple times and I'm going to win an Olympic gold medal. And that's. That's the dream. If I can do that, because I only have to win the Olympic gold medal once, and that's it. I can say I'm an Olympian gold medalist, which is quite no matter what it's Olympic. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. yeah. But to me, the best shots, an Olympic gold medalist in shooting is not as good as that Bulgarian shooter who's number one in Fitas leaderboard by however many hundred points he is in front of everyone else. Well, one presumes, however, that they're all the best in their own game, right? Yes. And there's nothing wrong with being the best that we do. Although I'd rather be the best at fit ass because for me and where I'm from, that's the yeah exactly that's a big deal. Well, it's a big deal. If, I I see it as when you go to a fit ass or sporting, you don't know what the targets are going to be. So having to the ability to sh shooting a hundred straight in sporting compared to a hundred straight in Olympic trap is a lot harder to do in sport. There's a lot of people out there have shot hundred, three hundred in detail. Many people who straight at a decent sporting layout. Yeah. But anyway, that's just my opinion. Right. And it's valid. It's yeah. as valid as any. You've won a competition, which not many people have. Yeah. A big competition as well. And I think if you can keep focused, do the Olympic um, OT as well. And oh, sorry, do the OT and get to the Olympics. Even if you, even if you have to be a um, your own entry. Yeah. Because you don't make the GB team. There's no stopping you entering it if your scores are there. Because there's that. Um, Saudi Arabian guy when double trap was a thing mm -hmm. and he went in as an independent athlete yeah. and won gold medal don't know his name there's um but that's always yeah. an option there's a I don't think it's a bad option because it's quite a tight knit group yeah. Olympic trap as you'll be well aware we're quite lucky because we've got that's got to be one of the best Beverly Beverly's got to be one of the best ground trap ground yeah it's got to be in the country, it's got to be Joe Wheater's ground, we're all... No, Beverly, it's Beverly. Beverly or Joe Wheater's ground. Oh, yeah. And um, so I've looked at the the construction of it, and it's, I mean, say it was built a long time ago, even down the steps into the traps, into the perch where all the traps are, it's a perfectly built, stand, all undercover, windows in it, mm -hmm. And great place to go. We, we, we start to go now uh, on Sunday, just straight over Umber Bridge. Um, 40 minutes away. 40 it's minutes not too and, far. and at the moment we're buying his clays off a Rob Hall who's. Um, who owns the ground? Who's got the ground. So 
I know his daughter's, she's on GB team, isn't she? I, I can't remember. I don't know, but she went and won a gold medal in Malta. Is it Malaga? Malaga. Malaga, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Um, so we're quite lucky for that. You can go and train there. And, and it should be a fair into the team if you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the GB team do shoot. It's on the, yeah. it's on the selection shoot circuit, I think. So. so, I suppose the thing is, at the level you're at, how much do you reckon you've invested to get to where you are? I can, I, I suppose I can answer this really. Yeah. Basically, um, well, I shot the cheapest cartridges on the market what, for months. What do you shoot now? Uh, well, you're on Pro Ones at I, Yeah. I up until um, the car, I was just shooting Pro Ones. It mm. was white gold before that, but I saw the. Um, the specs of a Pro One, it was claiming 1500 feet per second, whether or not it's true or what, it was 1500 feet per second and I can't, I think a white gold's 1425, so I was like, I'll try them out. Well, at, 1450, right? At 40, it's, yeah. it's somewhere between there. And my friend Chris Bullock reloads cartridges mm -hmm. um, and he was always picking up Pro One cases, so I was like, I'll try these out and then if he wants the cases, he can reload them. Mm -hmm. And it was that it was just as smooth as a white gold, and in my head it was faster. Whether or not it is faster, whether or not it's there's a lot in there. Right? Yeah. yeah, and so I was like, I'll stick with these. And there has been a few instances in my head where I've done something wrong, and then like at Oxford Gun Company, there was a um, caught in a waybird. And I pulled the trigger, and I, I don't know what it was, but I pulled the trigger above the target, and I was on bottom barrel, and then everything stopped in my head for like a second, and I realised what I was doing. I pulled down, and the shot just went and instantly hit the clay, back, smack bang in the middle. Yeah. And that's happened a few times. I don't know if it's, and I've always thought it was the cartridge. Whether or not it is, I don't know, I can't tell you. But I believe in that cartridge, but I haven't really shot Pro Ones that much recently. I've just been shooting whatever we've got at the club which is RC2s and jockers and I think you could get Pro 1 I would say is the num my number one cartridge at the minute but the jocker which comes in a plastic bag I don't know if you've seen them yeah. is identical to a white gold and some people have been claiming that when they put that down a chrono it's doing like I think we've heard Someone say, I think Alan said he got 1600 FPS out of one. Whether or not it's true, well, it depends also whether it's a V1 or V2 velocity, yeah. which is a strange thing. So, why American cartridges always they're like, oh, Yeah, we get 1200 feet per second, that's really slow. So, they take every cartridge manufacturer measures their velocity yes. slightly differently. Yeah, and that's another thing. I would say that most of them are liars, yeah, in some regard, yeah. But you could. Take Hull Sporting 100s now, you could give me one of them or a Hull Super Fast and a Jocker and I'd take a Jocker over them. Yeah. I'd, take a, I'd probably take a Jocker over a Black Gold. Um, I know Chris Bullock, he, he shoots with Mark Winter sometimes when Dave Carey goes shooting and they've been on the same squads and Chris has won, uh, beat Mark and Dave in a competition. And... Mark actually had a look at what chokes he was using in cartridges because he, he couldn't believe impressed. yeah he couldn't believe that he'd been beaten by Chris 
Or got those scores and those breaks. Yeah. That's um, price-wise. We started out on super steel game boards. I looked at I looked at a cartridge which <coughs> was realistically affordable yeah. to put because we needed to get rounds through the gun yeah. to get him up to a, a decent level to get a thousand rounds through. Let's say every two week. The only cartridge we could. We could have realistically afford was the Game Boy Super Steel yeah, 24 gram. Not a bad cartridge. Brilliant at all. And on the eye tower at Nettleton Lounge. Uh, no, not at Nettleton. And at, uh, so it's 120 foot at Park Lodge, is it? That's right. Right. I think it's his uncle both, Jeff. Yeah, there's quite a few. His uncle Jeff was well, smacking that straight out at trap with a 24 gram Super Steel. Yeah, and then we got top. Then we realised that we weren't allowed to shoot steels there. So. But when I when I saw it hit that clay, I thought this is going to be a good little cartridge. And Ron excelled with that. Then we bought the twenty-four gram white gold steels, which were only hundred and sixty yeah. pound a thousand. A very good cartridge for the money. And yeah. we went to Nettleton, and you were hitting that eye tower there. That big. I've had I won the Nettleton Forty-four meters, isn't it? Forty-four meters out. out. Yeah. So I had range finder on it, and that little twenty-four gram clay cartridge that, that cartridge was busting that clay like a 28 gram and even Chris went oh 24 gram steels then oh you keep using them they're brilliant cartridge for what I've seen so and that's how we got so realistically in the year if you would all the maths um, some months we'd do a thousand for three months we'd probably do a thousand um, Shells, uh, game ball steels, 152 or £160 a thousand. Um, we got some super fast, which we bought cheap, really cheap. Um, we got some super fast, was it £42 a slab? £43 a slab. It's right, isn't it? Well, I had to buy, I had to buy 2000 off somebody who overbought some. So that took you up to, so from March. So from March, if you went on a thousand pound, a thousand cartridges every, you did sometimes every two weeks, sometimes it were a month, depending on what you were doing at school. So if you work that out over the from March till winning the car, that's how much it cost fuel wise. Um, it's not that far really. Car, sixty pound. Yeah. Gun wise. Uh, he, he's been helped out because his uncle yeah. had the 80 to 80 and give him that Less that didn't exist that was 2800 quid yeah yeah. probably another 2800 quid's worth of ammo yeah you'll take yeah. 6 grand plus some entry fees yeah options. entry fees and you shot it no more than we did it we were, me and my mum were doing my dad some receipts last night and all the receipts were there for the Oxford Gun Company um, and I think it were only Maybe four hundred pound because it's it's the TSC aren't expensive for TSC are they? No, they're very reasonable. They are for a fifty bird, but for what it is, yeah, for the price that you're going for, it's not. It's twenty five pound for fifty clays, which that's a cheap way to win a car, though. Yeah, yeah. So given you think you go to a big registered competition, they'll be charging like fifty quid for hundred clays to win to quit something. Yeah, that's yeah. So. And, and then you shoot that on average three times, just two were your main competitive yeah. ones, and then the third time you'd driven three hours, so why not? Yeah, so you're in for, let's say, a grand in total in clays for the TSC. Yeah. 
yeah, that's what we, and from winning the car, it, all the shooting throughout the year was just just broke even, so it was free basically shooting. But you shoot. get to shoot. But you get to shoot. You yeah, still, and you still have the car. Still have the car. Yeah, driving it around. Yes, I'm insured on it for provisional. Haven't driven it in a while, so I had a chance to. Yeah. So we was going to come in it to today, um, but I thought with weather being it's bad, pretty nasty weather. Yeah. Like big heavy lump. Yeah. So yeah. We, we've we've come in over the car, but we, I do. We do drive it. We do go over. We, we we make sure that we do what the contract says. We do go places, take photos, and we do go to when we go to gun grounds. And I mean, it'd be nice to have a photo, but we didn't. We thought we'd just come in big car today because the weather's been nasty yeah, and floods and and We were driving back in the truck after shooting show, and mm. even in the truck it wasn't great. No, so and uh, so, and I'll be honest with you, I probably wouldn't have bought an MG car. I wouldn't have even looked at one. Would I say buy one? Why well, buy Fiesta? We can get one of those. Yeah, uh, cracking value for money. Drives absolutely spot on. Um, quite intrigued looking at the. Big MG car, to be fair, I don't know what it's called, the bigger one. Um, They're a little 4x4 yeah. affair. Yeah, they're like a crossover type yeah. car, aren't they? Um, but cracking car, absolutely cracking. So it, it does go to places and it does get recognised. Um, it's all sign written up anyway, isn't it? So, yeah. 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 Um, and you'll be leaving them on, you'll be driving it and think, well, that'll end up being Pinewood club car sort of thing, I think. Yeah. Um, the advertisements will get left on it. We'll not take them off after the year. We'll leave it on. We'll just probably add to it. Yeah, why not? And uh, probably that'd be funny, right? You yeah. wouldn't sell a trophy, would you? And that is the trophy yeah, in yeah, itself, it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it'd be quite cool one day in twenty odd years' time to show it to your kids and go, "I won that." It's a bit of a heat now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went to Whitby that. to look at a job in Whitby, and I parked on the main, and somebody recognised it. Yeah, nice. Oh, oh yeah, that's the that's the um, TSC. You said you have aged really badly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, yeah, I'm only <laughs> just turned 17, but um, I've gone grey with stress. Uh, and I, I, well, I went grey watching him. To be fair, it's worse for me. <laughs> well, it was worse for me watching. Was stress for you? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, 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 well, I suppose there's, there's nothing you could do about him winning. No. Everything you've done would stop. I can't go behind him and say the only thing I did say to him before you went out, just before you stepped, went through the rope, I says, make sure when you hit your first clay, you use your second barrel on the little bit in it, that as well. And that'll put pressure on. That'll piss everybody And on. that's what he did. Well, I was gonna do it anyway, because I shot, I've not shot many CPSA competitions. It's probably no more than 10. Yeah. And quite a few of them have been sport trap, and a lot and of- And you're not registered, it's- Yeah. yeah. And practice, it's like the barn end is a sport trap compact anyway. Is, is, the, is your ground going to go registered in the end? We see what CPSA all. Because we're new to it and we don't know, yeah. we can only tell you what people are telling us. Don't get the ground CPSA registered. Don't let them. Because they don't do anything for your club, if you like. I don't, I don't know because we've not spoken to anybody. Mm. We was going to speak to somebody at show, but. So you can scare a few people off by doing it as much we, as We're quite lucky because we've got enough to keep. There's enough ground to keep. We could have a CPSA, and it wouldn't even it wouldn't even interfere with the ground. Oh, wow. it's a so big we, old place. Then. We've got we've got another layout at the back, which has just been left. We ski towers. Um, it's got a ABT stand in there with cover on it, and it's just been left. Um, it's just been used for other goals really. Uh, just wants mowing, banking, sorting out. Um, so 
the idea is we'll hold the competitions round the back and then all the locals when they come, they're on plug and play. As it normally is. Keep them, keep them happy. So we will have a, we will have a uh, discussion about CPSA, but at the moment we're just going to put a few of his own competitions on. Yeah. Um, well, we've had the day carry one, which we had to cancel, uh, but that'll be happening again. And we'll end up putting some... I think we'll end up putting some tasty prize money on, I think. I know this, people say don't do it, but there's nobody everybody else doing it. It's £100 and one fifty. You, we've can't, looked you at, can't win back your fuel and cost. And, and we've looked at... We've, we've looked at Clay Magazine, guaranteed one fifty two hundred clay grounds. Up it's all right if you live 10 minutes away. Well, is it? Yeah, if, you've got, if you've got a grand there, it's only worth winning. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I would say that. We're definitely going to have a big prize on the infamous barn end, because if you're straight that... Your work, it well, you could just leave it sat in a glass case, can't you? So yeah. You can earn all that cash if you like to go and win that. Yeah, and and I think we'll do his own little competitions um, just to fetch people in. But we will have a good a good prize, and I think I think listening to the old guys who you shoot from seventies and eighties or yeah. really till still good top shot. They moan because you can't go and win anything decent anymore. Yeah. I mean, the trade's changed a lot, and I don't think the the gun trade wants to put the money out there as much as they did because it's not there to play with. But I think it's a it's a self fulfilling prophecy, yes. isn't it? Of yeah. No prizes, no money, no money, <coughs> no shooters. No, because yeah. if you want to, if you're an ultra competitive guy, you don't really want to be in a sport where you're going to win a tenner. No, you, you've got to fly to America to win it. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if they can just fly down to to Gainsborough, yeah. But Blighton, it's near A1, it's near M1. It's not too bad at all. It's not, not too bad at all, and it's got a cheap um, cheap hotel in the middle. Isn't it? Travel Lodge, yeah. Travel Lodge, Very cheap nice. as chips. So, yeah, for a grand, if we put some decent prize money up and get some top shot. What I don't want to do, I don't want to leave the youngsters out. Yeah. And Because that's what we want to encourage. So, whatever we put on for the top shots, we'll put on for the. Yes. For the. Really and we want. Except you can't win now. <laughs> no, I don't think we'll get a car though. Uh, I don't think we'll get up to it. It'd be nice. Not yet. It'd be nice. Not yet. Maybe, 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 maybe if David might be able to wing something, and we might be able to do a more of a twinned thing. Well, not. And use their experience. I don't know. Um, but it, it, more, the more people doing it, the better for the future. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. Better for gun training all round and it plays. We're definitely putting a shopping anyway. That'd be good. Definitely, definitely putting a shopping. So we'll probably be on phone getting some advice. Luckily, we've you got, will be grand a couple of years with that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, really, money money wise, I think yeah, I think you can get set up and get busting clays. But I'm, uh, well, to to go from zero to winning a big prize, a decent competition in a year for nine grand, you yeah. that's not. I mean, it's quite a lot of money, and there's yeah, quite yeah. a prohibitive amount of money from a lot of people. Yeah. But if you spread that, let's say over like a couple of years, yeah, that's not too bad. No, depending on what you want, there's a lot. If you want to go and win a top country, a prize in a country in any other sport, it's probably going to cost you the same, if not a little bit more. Yeah, um, unless you're unnaturally talented at something like football. Well, <laughs> we all like a bit of football, but you were quite good at football. Yeah, that was alright. You were very blessed to have a dad like that. Yeah. 100%. Well, my dad, my daddy. I mean, he didn't really push us really. I mean, there were six of us. So, did you think he's pushed you to do it? Yeah, definitely. Would you? Would we lean more towards the word encourage? It's all the same. Isn't it? <laughs> 
Um, is that been closer. I don't want to go shoe any more clothes. I, I remember I, I made him shoot. I think it was when you were, we thought right, we've got to get some practicing, and it was like the rain we've had with the floods, mm-hmm. and it was on the clumbo. And I remember it was that bad. Water were coming through a and coming out at action. Handful, yeah. And I says, if you'd done me 10 pairs and rain was sideways, hitting you in face hard, no umbrella, soaking wet through. You could do anything. I said, and it was on at Park Lodge on then. At the yeah, Park, Park Lodge had, it was like a big teal trap, but it sent off two going away. Yeah. And they they didn't change it from a competition, so it was wound up all the way to the max. So it was two going away pairs. That it, they hit like 25 metres in like three seconds or something crazy. Wow. So by the time you'd shot the first one that went straight, one was arcing. You're on pattern on the second. Yeah, yeah, it was just arcing into a bank. So I had to hit 10 pairs of them so we could go out, basically. Um, and it was like chucking it down. Mate, no one you won't phase at the TSC final when you've been out in shit with Getting hit with a bat from behind your old man says, hit the damn clay, hit the damn clay. As long as you can do it, we can go home. But apart from that one time, we've had a couple <laughs> You've been really kind to it, yeah. I just thought, do you know what? If I don't lay off, because it got to a point where I, I can't shoot as well as him. And so my advice, realistically, I had to pull, re, re, rein myself in and thinking, why am I trying to give him advice now? Because. It's just, but all you can do is give him encouragement. All I can and do is stand that, him in the rain till he's sick. And that's what I did, and, and I did yeah. praised him. And as soon as I started praising him more, it, it, yeah. it went up um, tenfold. So, so yeah, I, I haven't pushed him, pushed him, but I've encouraged him, and we've had a few incidents where um, the experience of life has overcome yeah. the insolence of youth. Yeah, frustration really, especially when he swapped guns. Yeah. Because as soon as he swapped guns, it took 3,000 shells to get um, that, on target with again. that browning. Because yeah. um, that bretto was so easy, just point and shoot. Why did you change it? Yeah, good, good question. Because it's pretty. It, we were looking at a 692. Yeah. Uh, as I told you at the gun show, a friend of 692, second barrel, snapped in half. Yeah. And it was between that because I was shooting with a lot of people who had high-end competition guns. I needed a gun with more weight in it, for starters. Um, I wanted 32-inch barrels. Don't ask me why. It was for the swing on longer targets. It was. I think 32-inch barrels was for the barn end, really. Because... <laughs> I wanted for this one shooter. <laughs> I can't was that. actually hit probably that. It was that. And I, and, and I, I soon realised after just shooting the barn end, anyway... You could, you could go and shoot. Let's say you were that good to shoot a hundred straight on it. You put that many rounds through, so you could shoot a hundred straight on it. And you went and shot CPSA registered. You'd probably shoot a fifty out of hundred because that's how you'd be so far in front of everything. Oh, personally, I feel like it's so much more pleasure in shooting on hittable targets than there is going. Oh, and shooting yeah. an Easy course. I shoot. I shoot with a consultant. It um, doesn't make you a good shot. Yeah. It just makes you mad. I shoot with a Dr. Singal, who's a good friend of mine. Yeah. And. He won't shoot easy targets. He's that fascinated with uh, hard targets. Yeah. He won't shoot anything else but hard targets. If you see him, sh- and he's got to because he's shooting. I'm shooting Essex Masters with him, and he's gonna have to start shooting. Chilling him. out. Yeah. Then. But he's that fascinated with hard targets. He'd go. 
he could probably put, I don't know, 2,000 rounds through if he had the time to do it on the barn end in a day. He's that fascinated with it. I mean, I must admit, I've been in that boat with our David who um, we went up to Barbary and we did a slab in about half an hour on the high tower because it's unhit it's not unhittable. We were hitting it, but it's just fun to miss. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather miss that than shoot the round. It's just the satisfaction of hitting it, though, isn't it? Yeah, when, when you do it. it yeah. Yep. That was all me. No luck whatsoever. <laughs> I think the other thing you've learnt is, uh, which is the sportsmanship. He went through that phase of, and you, you did it at the Oxford Gun Company, coming out the stand, kicking floor and... But I mean, if you watch the video back, you can see there's a lot of very upset people there. And... And... and very begrudging handshakes. But, and the thing about it is, then we, sh we, sh we shoot with a really good group, and it was Graham Barnes? Graham Bain. So Graham I shoot with a group... Um, Tim Wade, Graeme Baines, Steve Bullis, Mark Jessup, and uh, Anne-Marie Bullis, which is Steve Bullis' wife. And anyway, we shot at uh, Austin, and I didn't realise, but Graeme Baines had just rolled up a fag before getting in the stand, and it's a pair of rabbits. He likes it, gets in, it's his turn to shoot. He stood, it's five pairs, and he just stood in the cage with the cigarette in his mouth, and he hits every single one and he turns around and just goes, I should shoot with a cigarette in my mouth more often because I hit everything. And no one realised he had a cigarette in. And then everyone can't, in the group can't understand why. If he shot one out of ten, he doesn't get angry. He always thanks the trapper, always thanks the scorer. And it was just it was just a sight to see someone... One of those moments where you go, yeah, I should be more like that. Yeah, so exactly it was that. from that point onwards when... I realise if I just be like that, it doesn't matter. Being a gentleman's free, mate. Yeah. Yeah, and, and when I said, if you can be a bit more like Graham, and it doesn't phase him, if he don't miss the... Because he's a good shot, a very good shot. If he don't miss, if he, he's, he's like... still got a smile on his face, and I think you, you, you've learned that off of Graham, definitely. No stamping floor, no, I could have done better. Just grateful that you've shot, and that, unfortunately that's what's happened. And we all have our days when you really do get angry because nothing's coming together. Last question, mate. What is your dream gun? My dream gun... At the minute... I, I don't have one. I think it would all come down to... Specification, I presume. Yeah, getting all the top guns, so DT, your DT, Pratsy, Kriegoff, Blast it and just picking whichever one feels the best mm -hmm. and just taking that. I do think, um, I do like the look of the engraved Kriegos, but I think the standard one's just too boring. I've seen so many of them. They're so popular in the clay circuit up near us. Everyone's got a, a brass scroll Kriegos K80, and that's about it. So it just depends whatever feels the best. But I think the closest one to the browning for easiness of the lockup is the Kriegos. Yeah. Because you can just, even if it's not all the way, you can just give it a little click. You don't have to push the um, handle all the way over. It's quite similar to the Browning from yeah. the ones I've used. Would you go so, back to Beretta? Yeah, yeah, I'd go back to a DT11. I'm interested in what Long Fawn are bringing out with the... Yeah, the the English Krieger. Yeah. I just like um, the ability of hitting the barrels and it not really... A gun that you can abuse yeah. and that you can take to the factory anytime you want, there's got to be some mileage in that, right? Yeah. I suppose the answer is, is win some things and see who talks to you, right? Yeah. This is where it's, where it's going to lead you this year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, realistically. Yeah. 
And so that, that's the thing between you being an all right adult shot and being the best is going to be sponsorship, which I think is a lot harder to get yes. in, in this sport than any other, certainly. But yeah. I, I wish you for the best for this year. And more importantly, we'll be a new shooting ground. I mean, that's yeah. a hell of an adventure right there. Yeah, definitely. That's going to be amazing. Definitely. Very, very jealous of that. Wish, well, wish there was more opportunities for that kind of thing around here. But. Well, we will be promoting TGS at the ground anyway. Oh, we're going to come up and have a little shoot. Just you let us know when... Preferably when it's it won't be a little shoot, it'll be a mammoth shoot. You need to let him win a medal finally. Oh, we'll, we'll, can we have like a little medal there and be like a medal we'll, for participation? I'm not yeah. of the generation that got medals for participation. <laughs> we, we will. So. He's been going around beating everyone. I'll beat Dave Florent. Come on. Uh, there's a few more people on I'll the beat list. a few more people than that, but I ain't no good. As, Actually, have you yeah, been no beaten I've been beaten by a lot of people. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> Just never on camera. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it'll be more than a little trophy. It'll be more than a little. I want to shoot Barn End. The infamous Barn End. And I think you'll do all right. If you start at nine in the morning. Everyone should be able to hit five, and that's number one every time. But no one hits, even the people who just only go to Blighted to shoot that, don't hit number one every time. And the reason, because it's not hard, they go too far in front of it because everything else you need that much lead for or... You will, you, you will, you will do all right with it because we'll make sure... Well, we're trying to wind the traps down no, a bit, maybe no, the disabled Chris, kids coming. We'll, we'll, we'll have Chris Bullock there and he will get behind you and he'll oh, just say, awesome. pull your gun down, get in front, that'll be it. And, and then hopefully, well, you'll be getting the t-shirt. I've shot the infamous barn in. I look forward to it, mate. And, it's going to be uh, brilliant. What, what times do you guys open? Have interest? We, at the moment, we're open Wednesday to Saturday, but we're, we're going to extend them times over the next couple of weeks. Uh, obviously, we... It can't of, be Sunday, though. We, yeah, we can't be Sundays. Um, but we are going to be opening Mondays, um, which will be invitation, which is like that on the website now, invitation only. Tuesdays, we're opening up. So, you know, Monday will be a good, good day because we could have the ground, full ground there for you. To come up and have a good fun. We just on we gate clubhouse back up and running properly and sorting toilet block out because we need some nice toilets, which I think is the most fun. Ladies shooters and men shooters. Well, to be fair, mate, no one likes going to a dirty toilet. No, and a cold toilet. And we, we gowns tidying up nicely. So, well, I really look forward to seeing it. Very good. Um, we'll, we'll be, well, we're, we're quite excited that you're coming down. Nice Definitely. Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you. You're a proper gentleman. Thank really you, are. Johnny. And uh, I look forward to you kicking my ass when we come north. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be mildly embarrassing, but... You might surprise yourself. I doubt it very much. <laughs> I have to bring, like, a disadvantage going, like, yeah, I'm shooting this with a 410, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Will you be fetching your TGS gun? I'll bring it up. Bring it up. But if I'm um, going to come and not be completely embarrassed, I'll bring my other No, yeah, but fetch your TGS gun yeah. as well, because uh, we can get it. We'll try out then, can't we? Yeah. Well, I'll see, I'd like to see what you think of it. Yeah, I'd like um, to see what you think of it. Yeah, cause I was interested. I thought it was good at the show. I think, I think the improvements you made over the normal trap. Oh, uh, good, good, yeah, oh, good. But well, like, time will tell. See if you actually hit anything with it. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Right, thank, thank you, Johnny. Take thank care. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you. Well, the end. Let's go.